How long gone? This is not a joke. I just touched down, landed at LAX at 10 a.m., made it to Glendale by 10.30. Jason had a wow. nice pour-over ready for me, and now we're ready to get into this motherfucking podcast on the Lord's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. But let's, Jason, let's, let's dig into what a dad is. First of all, <laughs> dog dad is not real. Uh, <clears throat> okay. But dad, first of all, what's up, you guys? Them jeans here. <laughs> Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> dad, dad is your father, right? Like my dad is Gary L. Black. Your dad is kind of an unknown quantity. That is the I I can't unknown I'm, entity <laughs> with unknown quantities. I'm not gonna post. <laughs> I'm not gonna post. You can't post your husband and your new child. That's not your dad. That's a dad. Okay. That's not your dad. This is this is a fine hair you split, but I'm I like where your head is at. I I mean I, my argument for everything is everyone just needs an excuse to post something on social media: ice cream day, pizza day, taco no, of day, course, yummy, of yummy. But I think that once once you get a child with your husband, that is a that you can celebrate father's day with that person because you can I mean, hey no you can celebrate it with them you could take him out to lunch okay you know you can do all that stuff since he provides for you your can't family. hit on grid you don't need to put it on the internet. stories mm. look <laughs> i see a lot of chicks like i see a lot of chicks i know they got these hot husbands look i want to see alex olsen with his shirt off with a baby just as much as the next guy yeah but get in line ladies i just the rules, to the, right. the rules have been broken and i think we need to kind of i think i think social media has caused us so many problems in a society we need to kind of get back on course in fact, I would advocate no posting at all because your parents, if your parents use social media, they're losers. Yeah, I, because the the type of Twitter that I hang out on, G A Y, <laughs> it's for all of us to see photos of your hot, hairy chested dad in yeah. 1984 or whatever it is, how, however old your yeah. daddy was at his hottest. Mm-hmm. It's for us to take a peep at that mm-hmm. back when men were men. When men were men. Before vaccines ruined. Exactly. Uh, before everyone was autistic and had blue hair. Exactly. But now but now we all we all just need an excuse to post it's just anything another, and it's, everything. It's another reason to post. We but, need a prompt. But Father's Day is a classic holiday and I, I just think that we could, you know, I think maybe taking your dad for to a nice steakhouse, getting him a glass of whiskey, maybe a Budweiser, Bud Heavy. Not no light shit. Not no light shit. And really talking about what it's like to be a man. That's how you celebrate Father's Day. Shooting some guns, uh-huh. riding some four wheelers. If you hunt, forgot I mean, do whatever you gotta do. Go to church, you know, but get nine holes in shit. But I'll tell you what, taking yeah, taking your dad over to Courage Bagels, you know, <laughs> that ain't how it was intended. <laughs> That ain't what we're supposed to do. Take a photo with with Elliot on your shoulders <laughs> as you wait in line at, at Courage. That's exactly what. That's all social media is. Are you guys all out of the cream? The the cashew cream? Oh, you are. Oh, Elliot I just likes love, that one. It's also I love this because I I'm a part of this problem as well. But you know, like a Father's Day gift guide type thing, and I see it, and I'm like. So you're telling me that I should get my dad a Masoni blanket? That's what you. That's what you think I should get my dad? Like, let's be real, guys. Like, how many gay dads are there? Like, there's only so many. Like, it's a small. Like, I just don't. I see these gift guides. Even gay people are too manly I'm to like, use a dude, blanket. My, my dad doesn't. My dad would be like, "Don't give me a gift, you nerd. I don't. What do you? No, leave me alone. My dad just wants. Most dads get that just wanna, mess out of here. Most dads just want to be left alone. Yeah. My dad's on vacation. My parents are on vacation right now. So happy happy Father's Day, Gary. You're you're a great dad, and I'm very glad I didn't get my height from you. And he, I don't even want to call him. 
Because I'm like, that's going to annoy him because he's at the beach hanging out. You're gonna you're gonna call him and say Happy Father's Day, and he's he's gonna say Stop capping on me, son. <laughs> he's gonna. I mean, he might not. He doesn't answer his cell phone on the weekends, really, because if it's not work related, he doesn't care. So I care. Even if it's his one baby boy, maybe. I mean, I can't even really text him because he doesn't respond well to that. So you call him on a Sunday, even if it is Father's Day, he's gonna be like, Oh, what is it, boy? Do I need to bail you out of jail again? What's going yeah, no, on? What have get, you gotten yourself into this like, time? I'm not loaning you any more money. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I'll call him later. I told you we can't extend <laughs> with the IRS any further. This is as many as we can push. Look, I've talked to him, I've called him, we've emailed. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll give him a, I'll give him a call later, but I, I just don't Father Father's Day for me is a good time to learn of all the people who are the types of mommies to post their their cool 32-year-old hot husband who still skates a little bit on the weekends, <laughs> still keeps it together, etc. Um, all those fellas who may be not in the picture a ton, and then the silence is is deafening, deafening. with the lack of dada posts. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm... Look, it's all t- it's all telling, and having a child is obviously a huge mistake, and people are going to continue to do it, mm-hmm. um, uh, even younger and younger, older and older. It's it's not it's not slowing down. I feel like people are constantly searching for meaning, and they think that having a child and being fiscally and physically responsible for that child mm-hmm. for eighteen years will solve their problems. But I'm just here to say, maybe if you stop drinking, you worked out a little more, you would need to have a kid. Damn. Okay. Straight edge. I'm just saying. Maybe if you made a little more money, you wouldn't need to have a kid. You'd get your happiness from something that's a much more shallow. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I learned. Like when we were in um, in Lake Como, there was a family there getting married. It was like it was probably the worst. There, it was the only other couple that was clearly from L.A. or yeah. or a rich part of New York. Are you saying that because it was a white guy and an Asian woman, or a Jewish guy, and then maybe a kind of a mixed Latinx? Oh, kind of like that a, sounds New York. It does. It, it's, yeah, I guess it could go either way. They had three kids, and each kid had their own nanny. Yeah, that's the only way to have kids. You have to be that rich so that it doesn't change your lifestyle at all. Each kid had their own color corresponding iPad that matches their plateware, that matches their fork, and they can't use any of the forks that they're eating. The, they're eating the forty dollars ketchup <laughs> Pepe at Villa Deste out of the out of the plastic bowl from home from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, while they're watching, you know, an iPad of like a a woman being like, "Hey, how yeah. are you?" You know, like, damn, it was it was fucked. And the whole entire restaurant of European people are looking at them like, "This is a you, you people are a disgrace. You, you you people have ruined my brunch." We, I mean, the amount of brunches that have been ruined by children, it's 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 insurmountable. The amount I can't count that high. Yeah, that's I, why I, I kind of stay home. That's why I avoid courage. So, but all that is to say, it's more than just throwing money at the problem because you can do that, but then you will be gazed upon by the eyes of everyone else, your peers, as an inferior parent, yeah, that's true. a fucking that's pussy true. ass parent doing it the wrong way. It's there's no win. You really. throw a white passing on top of it. There's no <laughs> oh brother. There's no win unless your child becomes rich and famous and can support you in your twilight years. That's the only upside. Truly is, and now I think that was the only reason why people kind of procreated during, you know, centuries of human existence on this world. Do you know how excited my parents would be if I would have gotten into the Mickey Mouse Club? You know, things would have been different for us. Meaning, like literally, or is that like one of your slangs for something else? No, no, we didn't. I didn't is try that like out a or gold anything. Star? But I'm just like saying you because only did mouth because of our because of our age. You know, I could have been yeah timberlake i could have been Shod- shoulder to shoulder with gauze yeah i could have been up JT. there singing and dancing i could have gotten my drug addiction over you with really the chops. early i have the chops i mean 
Timberlake can sing, I guess, but like he can't really dance as well as I can. Hey, you're you're like the can of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel any oh, better. it feels good to be back in L.A., Jason. Even though it's overcast, New York has run me raw. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Was it that Jacquemus dinner? Last the last uh, domino to fall. Before I didn't. The whole thing I didn't tumbled? get an invite to the cursed Jacquemus. That's Dime, why all y'all were hating on Twitter. You didn't get the invite. Dime Square can't get in. I didn't. I didn't hate on the dinner. I just. I wasn't like talking about you. There could have been a better place to do that, and I think also. <laughs> Eating outside in New York is disgusting. Except it except roaches and rats. Unless it, you're at at Four Charles, Four Charles in, in the air conditioned ADU. I'm not eating Slice on a curb. Slice my hamburger for me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And I just think it's. I think that should have been flagged as maybe. First of all, the Jacquemus Nike collaboration is so bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's it gets worse. And I don't know this to be. I don't. I don't think. When, this what is, do you mean it gets worse? Like as the as more of the collection reveals itself he just it, it doesn't gets worse? it's just not he i understand why it happened because he was really hot probably four years ago when they signed mm. the deal yeah. and then those those nike gears move slowly it's just not it's just not good product in a Products, good way we love our nike family yeah i mean nike's guys. the greatest thing nike's the greatest brand in the world that's why i'm so hard on it takes them. a long time to turn a big old boat around no but i think it was saying. covid i think it's like all right covid happens and it's this and jacquemus is a master of marketing but i think the product when it's like sexy dresses lap for, pulls too. for 800 yeah that's his zone mm -hmm. i think like sneakers i think he like has i just don't i, I just, can't wear that shit on the resort even on the tennis court is boo boo i just don't think he's the guy for it i just don't think he's the guy for it but you know well, when you say for it you mean collaborating with Nike? i think what i do you think mean by i don't think exactly? of jacquemus as a guy who can make an athletic leaning sneaker I think he's touched by God. Him and his husband are very good looking and probably don't have to do much to get that. And right. those, those lats kind of were built, that, given to him. Yeah. And I think <laughs> he that, has a Nepo body. Yeah, he has a Nepo body. But I just don't think that, I, I just don't think he's. Like he's so He's definitely one of those guys that like works out in like Chuck Taylors. Like totally. he would never wear like some goofy ass sneakers with like And that's what's cool technology. about him is he's like uh, like those guys at that level are God, so I'm committed hot, to be right to being like I'm I live like this. Like this is this is it. Like you yeah. have to live like this. But I think that he um I don't I don't think we we need it. That's the problem. I just don't think we need it. And yeah, the, the market for those two things crossing over. Well, what Jacquemus is, what, how I describe his brand at this stage is kind of like a, a more expensive reformation. It's like hot girl, Ooh. hot girls it's like one of it. The meanest things I've ever heard. No, no, no. Say. It's not me. It's it's good business. It's like a price point dress that is like sexy and I can wear it to a wedding or like a special thing or I could wear it out with the girlies. There's a little cut out. I can show you my under titty yeah. Rihanna tattoo, but it's, whatever it's it may be. it's seven or $800 instead of 300 or $400. So mm. it makes it appeal to like- So I'm a just a little bit better than a, yours. A different person, exactly. Mm. I think that's, but his obviously his marketing is better, et cetera. But I, I think, I mean, Reformation was very successful for a reason. It was because like- Still is, huh? Yeah, it's marketing. It's not, I mean, the product is a longer product, line than the, than the rice pudding spot. But yeah, it's it's a it's a sad day to eat outside in Dime Square, even though they've turned it into Lil Europe, and and you can eat Lil Europe. <laughs> that's what they call it. That's no, what Lil I call Europe. it. Lil Europe. You can eat your yeet. you can eat your Ladive oysters in a nice piece of <laughs> gravel in front. Uh -huh. It's crazy over there. It really is. Like Nine Orchard is so beautiful, but like the thought of like my parents staying in Dime Square is mm -hmm. like I can't do that to them. 
Like that's the that's the night. It's probably the nicest new hotel in New York. It's amazing. Oh yeah. But like what seven hundred a night? Six hundred at least. Night? But you got to be under. You got to be under forty to stay there. Yeah. You know. It's just it's just Emil. That's it. He's it's the only me- one who stays there. <laughs> Emil, Emil's actually. I'm just. You know what? I live here now. Fuck this, man. I'm, I'm moving in. No, Emil got a beautiful new apartment. Actually, um, I haven't been. Is yet. it finally done with the remon? Yeah, I haven't been oh, yet. Damn. Okay. Tapping in in a month when we go to the Carlisle. Yeah. Tickets are available. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, the 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 Carlisle thing. Um, you know, I really ap- appreciate you guys thinking we're like monster idiots for doing that. But you have to understand kind of how business works. Mm-hmm. And this was brought to us as an opportunity to perform at one of the most iconic venues in New York City. I wasn't really worried about selling tickets to that. That's mm-hmm. not really my. Obviously, obviously. We are coming back and doing shows in New York and L.A. this fall. Obviously, we're doing that. Those have been booked for months, and we will announce them well, when the time comes. It's not obvious to anyone but us. But, but yeah. I just, I just mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. We love New York. Fret we, not. We love to sell tickets in New York. I want everybody to come enjoy the show. Obviously, obviously, this just isn't that kind of opportunity. It's a small room. You go to In and Out. We're obviously going to have a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. It's just obvious, you guys. Exactly, exactly. But we will be back in New York in the fall, and we're very excited about the Carlisle, and I, I, I'm glad that we can uh, do something like that uptown. We don't make it up there very often, um, so I'm hoping Jason can kind of behave. How far stuff. up is it? It's like in the 70s, I think. Oh, It's close to the park, right? Yeah, it's like 70. I can't remember, actually. I can't remember. Last time I went there was for, for Hamilton, and it was it's sick. <laughs> for Ham. Forgot you went to Hamilton. Hamilton... Lifehauser, not Hamilton the musical. Oh. <laughs> Actually, we were ta- I was talking about this with um who was I talking about Broadway with? People who like are involved. Oh, with 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 the Bear guys. And they're just like I Josh Senior, one of the producers, was explaining to me h- how Broadway works and how you make money, and it's just insane. It's like insane. Like like if you if we were to put Chris, on, tell me how Broadway works. Broadway. No, I'm saying if if you if you and I were to be like, all right, we're gonna do How Long Gone on Broadway. We would oh. link up with the producer. The producer has to rent the theater. Like uh-huh. the producer has to like pay to rent the venue. Some union for, shit for like six months. Big time union. And that's shit. why you gotta do eight shows and you know two on Sunday. You gotta do two on Sundays because mm-hmm. it's like and the advertising, mm-hmm. like all the average. It's like just really. I, I had no idea how crazy it was. It's like how the Olympics are, where it's like we yeah. whoever controls it is very controlling. It has to be done in this certain way, and that certain way also involves an exchange of a fuck ton of money. It's, it's just you know so it? much. I didn't realize it's the only way to do Broadway only. What, what he was, what Josh was explaining to me, which also makes so much sense, is he's like, there's there's one street called yeah. Broadway. <laughs> there's there's if there's X amount of theaters yeah. that can be Broadway. Like that's it. There's Broadway. only so many. So if they're rented, you got to wait, you got to pay more or whatever yeah. it is. Like you can't mm. just and the, otherwise there's it's a off scarcity. Broadway, which no tourist wants to see off Broadway. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's funny when you're saying like there is there's only one Broadway and I'm thinking about the one in LA where it's like there's only so many tents on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah, exactly. that you can fit on Broadway. There's, there's only one place you can step over human feces to purchase some Aesop soap and it's Broadway. <laughs> way downtown los angeles <laughs> yeah I, I walk into the aesop store I'm like, do you guys have anything to get this blue this blue taki dust off of my hands just, somebody just walked past me and i got tuckied up uh, do you guys have any, any i have like a wound it's kind of open if you guys have anything for that that'd be really helpful you got a little light urge you guys kind of look like a like a higi hospital here god that's so funny dude. Uh, we were we were talking to our friend yeo a couple days ago and he was mentioning the easton gym having urinals that had a mirror 
Yeah. Kind of like when you go see like the Grateful Dead play and they have a screen over the drummer so you yeah. can see all the thing, all yeah. the you know. So you know the fellows can take a peek, and then you mentioned that upstairs there's a there's a separate bathroom for straight guys. Yeah. Well, I I have never gone into the locker room at Easton because I don't I don't shower at the gym because I'm an adult and I like to have all my nice stuff at home. I just showered at the gym. You love because I'm just a kid at heart, y'all. No, I just don't. Honestly, no. I, if I had to, I would obviously, but I am lucky enough that I'm never. Sure, sure, sure. I just go home. But y- there is a single stall. But you said for pride to kind of help celebrate. We're 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 balls deep in pride right now. So for pride, Slapping I should go. I should go use the the locker room at Easton and let the fellas have a peek. I was saying that yeah, the straights only bathroom. They should close that off for pride it's no not for pride it's just it's we're doing maintenance scheduled maintenance no 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 you want to make it obvious yeah you want you don't want the doggy to shit on the carpet again you got to rub their nose in it okay okay teach them a lesson and be like hey if you want to be a member of easton gym a gym that's like it's not a gay gym but it's not not if you want to be able to hang here it's sort of like you're on our turf a little bit play a little ball play long during, during pride let us be able to look at your dick while you pee. All we ask. <laughs> That's all we ask. These are the. These are the. the it's only. This one, is my WGA. It's track. only one month a year. I'm actually. That's what I was going to say. I'm kind of worried. Boy, is it a long June? I'm worried it? about going back this week because of the strike. I feel like there's not going to be a machine left. Because everybody, because nobody's got to work, so oh, I'm that's worried. Right. I'm worried that all the actors, all the producers, all the directors, all the grips, the best boys. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't. I was talking to, talking to my brother about this a couple of days ago, and he was saying certain restaurants in L.A. have been hit pretty hard in terms of business going down for like industry joints. Yeah, people, you know, I'm sure Jar. Yeah, is probably taking a little bit of a hit right now because all these people who go to these industry, you know, insider restaurants, they're they're at Chipotle pinching their pennies because we're on strike god and Isn't you that know crazy and i mean thank god for us because the pod, the podcast industry you know there's been some rumblings lately and i think that um oh i didn't know that what kind of rumblings more well, layoffs at spotify well stuff spotify like that? Uh, you know spotify is laying people off you know anchor's gone but the big one bill is simmons said bill simmons is, <laughs> is is coming at these fucking losers these royal losers. He's coming at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle because they just got dropped from their Spotify deal for basically not turning any work in. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it, it's it's the same thing as if you you sign a, a record deal and you just never turn in the record, you're going to have to give the advance back. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually saw a great story today about Lord staying at the Park Hyatt New York during the entire run of her like first album and her not realizing how expensive it was <laughs> and her being like yeah i kind of spent like the whole advance at the park hyatt in new oh york i just lived gosh. there i'm like that's the coolest possible way to blow it that's so great cool. way to blow it i feel like that's a managerial call out that wouldn't i i feel like nice i feel like idea when to things are up. going so well at that stage you're probably like sure whatever you want babe yeah don't want to rush the genius but so i think that the, i think that the all of these big dogs getting their podcasts taketh away is uh-huh. only good for us middle-class podcasters us you know the non-celebrity hosted yeah because i did podcast i did finally i'm sure you guys have had time now i haven't have you watched the, i haven't watched the john early special yet i'm gonna i'm gonna do that tonight because it's out it tonight. it's out right now he can't promote it we can john early special mm-hmm. hbo max go watch it one of the greats he wears leather pants mm-hmm. a man after my own heart 
Um, love my team over there. Love, love, love all those guys over at Max. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think you guys have probably had a chance to watch the Smartless thing that Jason had, had teased. And I finally watched it in a, oh in a moment gosh. of weakness because I will also I want to recommend Summer House Martha's Vineyard. It's the black Summer House, even better than the white one. Um, but the, sm- the Smartless special is it truly is the first 20 minutes where they're kind of getting on the PJ to fly to DC for their gig. It, it is, it hit too close to home. It was stat. It was literally Jason and I with money and a gay friend. It's like Mm -hmm. me and Jason and Andrews is on the plane with us. That's literally what it felt like. If Andrews wasn't funny, but yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) if Andrews wasn't funnier than us, Andrews pulls a little more weight than that. But I was just like, damn, this is, I'm, I am Jason Bateman, and I'm talking about my diet. And Jason is Will Arnett, who's like hung over and drives up in the Porsche and is like, Ugh. stop being a pussy. <laughs> I'm like, this is literally us, but these guys are so rich. I still haven't listened to the podcast, but the question that we've debated here at How Long Gone Headquarters, which means on text message, is are they breaking even, losing money, or making money when they're flying private to play small theaters? Like thousand caps, maybe at the most. So, or do you think they were like local Orpheum? We're going to take this money. We're going to sell this to HBO. So we're going to put that money in our pockets. That's where we make the money. We'll break even on this and this will be fun for us. Or do you think these guys find the way we find Mm -hmm. it fun? Do you think they find it fun? Or do you think they're like, this is just another thing we got to do? Well, I think since they already have several millions and millions of dollars before they even got the yeah. Amazon deal, which made tens of millions and millions of dollars. I think they got 80 to 100 from Amazon. Right. And they already had millions before. Yes. Like, what's his name? Sean Hayes, the gay one. Like, he was making yeah, I mean, crazy TV residual money back when you really could. Like, he already had so much money. So, and they're all super paid. I sort of think Will Arnett listens to How Long Gone. So, this is a. Uh, a bat signal sending out why to you, do you why do you this is a classic jason conspiracy theory why do you think celebrity podcaster actor producer ex-husband of amy poehler listens to how long on it's just a it's a feeling baby <laughs> okay. it's, it's a, a gut feeling. thing for you well because uh, i listen to a lot of podcasts sure and i edit a lot of our podcasts you not 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 a lot jason all actually it's funny so i have i have a built-in database uh, you know my little kind of stony computer is always cooking and i'll hear little things in in some podcasts that will be references to the way that we talk okay and i've heard will mention a few little kind of hidden easter eggs that are signaling to me so did I'm, will call sean hayes a stick man and it kind of kind of i don't have any <laughs> examples at all no i understand you just feel it i get it and I, I i don't think that's out of the question i don't think it's out of the i don't question, think it's right? out of the question will arnett is cool he seems to be tapped into the street love will arnett he's hilarious i guess him and he's bateman amazing. go way back and they've had a production company together and stuff yeah so i feel like they birthed this and they're like we need a gay guy like yeah, it's all it's all smart. It's all there. It, it's perfect. I mean, it is just if if we had access to, you know, well, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell and but I, I Jennifer just Aniston, I just find Cruise, that to be know. I find that to be like, but they worked hard to get in that position. Absolutely, course. oh, totally. But they I also just don't think there's have. that doesn't sound. I have to be honest with you, it doesn't sound as fun to me. No, it's not. But the the, the thing is. If it was just the three of them bullshitting each other, busting each other's balls, good. like once a week, just do that, and then the other one you can do fucking yeah, Jennifer Aniston returns, yeah, whoever it is or whoever that like that person's doing, you know, Bill 
Bill Hader or yeah. President Joe Biden, whoever yeah. it is. I mean, it's a cool idea. It's a good idea. But if it was just them busting each other's balls, that's what people really want to hear. The well, same, I think the, the idea of, I think the, well, yeah, but I also think the idea of like, not A-list celebrities, but major, major well-known, like those guys have both, all three of those guys have been in our lives for 20 years, mm -hmm. like in some regard, if not longer. Yeah. So hearing those guys bust each other's balls in an authentic way would be absolute gold. Yeah. As soon as you bring in an A-list celebrity, I don't care how good of friends you are, if if they know how to behave. Yeah. They're not they're not lifting the lid off. It's true. They're too smart. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think it would be like And they know how big it is. Yeah. They're not like I'm not just doing my friend's little you know, like that's why I podcast. like where we're at is satisfying to me because people will still let it spray. <laughs> And also are like, I know people listen to this, but like, I don't care that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? It's just not a, it's not. I'll take my licks if I get them. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. But I did, it did, I, I had to turn it off. Thank God for, thank God for Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I just. It, it was an odd glimpse. It was like the ghost of Christmas future kind of I was vibe just like, damn, like, these guys are really, this is exactly what we want to be doing. I didn't watch any of the, because it goes into performance, I'm sure, right? Like they, it shows Yeah, it's the like show. half the, half of the episode is them traveling and yeah. their little idiosynchronicities and their fun esoteric lifestyles. And then they go on stage. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, blah 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 blah. Do you think they're rehearsing or writing anything, or do you think it's? I don't think so. No. Do so you think I it's mean, like it, straight up like live podcast? Like it, the, the, it is a general or a genuine surprise when they bring their surprise guest on. Like one person knows, and the other people truly don't know until that's it's cool. revealed. Which is, it kind of has to happen that way. But yeah. then when it is that way, you have to just kind of riff and be like remember that one time yeah. when you were in uh, the hangover that was so dope well the thing with them too is it's it's not like they need help selling tickets they don't need mm -hmm. an opening act they don't need a big guest it doesn't matter like, but yeah i think i think if it's a thousand cap room and they're selling out and they're probably doing a, a q a or a meet and greet thingy afterwards i don't see it being possible for them to make more than a no. hundred thousand dollars per show no and i'm sure they're bringing I'm sure they have a tour manager and merch guy. You know, oh, I'm sure many, it's like many. a whole. Thing. It's a whole team. I'm sure they it's a, a whole. Thing. They, they travel with the production team. They're flying private. They're staying in massive hotel suites. Yeah, the part where they're walking through the like Four Seasons, Georgetown, DC. I'm like, okay, guys, relax. We get. We know the hotel room has four rooms in it. You know? <laughs> I, I understand now. It's it's quite spacious. I didn't know that, but I know that now. And you know, they're having their their meals delivered to them. No, but I, I they're get, living in a. I get why it's so popular because I I, I didn't I never listened to it and it never really clicked with me before. And I was like, oh, I get it. It's because they're like so famous that you know them, but they're not so famous that you don't believe them. If that mm -hmm. makes sense, like I believe that they're behaving within reason. Like it, it, I guess it closely resembles their real selves. Like, they're they're offering they're, a, um, enough of an uh, authentic version yes, of their real yeah, selves. Exactly, it's still controlled, but within but the reasons fine. of their celebrity level. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think like they're not. It's not like a full like you are a celebrity. You are programmed. Hi, I am Jennifer Aniston. Drink smart water, yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty reasonable, and I think that's just what we crave. Of course, especially I think now that that reality entertainment is is entertainment like i saw the stats like there was somebody posted the stats the vanderpump rules like fanat like the 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 reunion thing mm -hmm. and it's like staggering it's like giant like way bigger than i i ever you got any uh, any numbers 
don't. I, yeah. You got, you got, what, like the Scandaval. Fi- the Scandaval thing. List? Yeah, because I was talking. Yeah, hold on. I, I do have the numbers. Did it break Succession's two point three million? <laughs> Definitely. Just kidding. I was talking to a friend, a friend, so- Sophia Rossi, mm-hmm. and we were talking. Rossi. And she's like, just so. Part one of the Vanderpump Rules reunion was the most watched episode of any Bravo show in nine years. VPR is the most watched cable series of 2023 across all networks in the 1849, 18 to 49 demographic. Ooh. Part three had the highest first day Peacock viewing of any NBC U show ever. More than 115 million total hours of season 10 have been watched across all platforms. Damn, brother. Like that, <clears throat> that is just... That to me though is like a some LeBron numbers. It's LeBron numbers, but that to me almost like explains something like Smartless being so popular in some ways mm. versus like Succession, like actual mm-hmm. numbers. Yeah. Like <clears throat> Succession yeah. is complete like fantasy, like you know, circle jerk, like blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and like the forty people that work at Condé Nast want to debate it online. Mm-hmm. That VPR like a fucking. Guy that works at a restaurant has a cover band cheating on his chick with fillers who works at a restaurant. That's what we want. It's relatable. I think the new, I think what we want from celebrities now has changed. Like, I think we want smartless. I don't think we want <clears throat> other stuff. Like, right. I think that's, I think that's the best version of like, yeah. that's the type of access to celebrities we want. And I mean, and that's why Joe Rogan is, is yeah, still totally. number one, and why every month you hear about a new talk show on television being canceled. It's better. It's better than it's like. I mean, Alex was. We were in a dark spot, and we did watch one episode of um, Kendra from the like. Oh my god! Playboy show has like a real estate show, and I was like, I have to. We have to watch. Let me watch because uh-huh. I just can't believe this is on. I'm get, this is getting promoted to me. I believe it's on HBO, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this is, this is the, like, I don't want to watch, this isn't, like, this is so bad that it's not, like, Vanderpump Rules, people are invested in it because it's been on for so long, but it's also, like, actually pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, watching a brain-dead former Playboy Bunny give people a tour of a $5 million house in Encino mm-hmm. and, like, stumble through it. Like, I'm all set. I want to watch Jason Bateman talk about his meal prep. Uh-huh. Like I can't. There's no like that in between is not what we want. Yeah, it's not what we want. Damn, bro. You summed it up, and we just need to keep riding in that nice little middle class. We have to promise ourselves if we ever get as famous as them, we still offer our full, true, authentic selves, and we don't hinder <sighs> our our true core being. Well, I think what happened. I think that I think the beauty of aging, mm. besides obviously the wisdom that we both possess deeply. Mm is the fact that you've you've done something long enough and you understand how it works long enough where it's mm. like it's a little hard i think if you have any self awareness it's much harder to become a total monster dumbass at 40 at 45 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz it's like that's why people <clears throat> you know if you look back on the, you know when like the Paris Hilton Lindsay Lohan like Britney Spears era of fame mm-hmm. they were like 22 yeah like and they turned out fine right yeah no i'm saying of course you're gonna be fucking insane at Uh 22 if you're rich and famous and on drugs like of course Mm -hmm. but i think we're actually at a stage now where because of the different mediums i think people are able to gain success and recognition at an older age praise the lord but well thanks to the internet i think it's the internet but i also think it's because it's it's the way society has changed and how we we're not allowed to prioritize looks in the same way that we were 
Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think about what I just... Those three, like, they were hot. That was it. Like, you are fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Like, Britney Spears had fucking hits, don't get me wrong, but, like, the, the basis of that whole thing was how hot they look, can we see titties, who are they having sex with? Mm-hmm. And that is not really okay anymore. Right. Like, that's not... You can't lead with that, at least. You can try, but it won't have the legs. It'll, it'll be canceled season yeah. one like and the I think, idol. Well, I think that's why the idol is causing so much uproar because the idol is literally the weekend. That I, I mean, that's based on Selena Gomez is what most people think because that's his ex-girlfriend. Spoiler. But I think it's based on Selena Gomez and like a combination of like that Britney Spears era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people just, that is what everything looked like. That was our yeah. entire pop culture landscape. Not too long ago. Not too long ago. And now it's like, this is too much. It's too vulgar. It's too crazy. And it's like, well, it's not It's not good, but it's not too crazy. It's moving too quickly, exponentially. It's, I mean, I love it, and I bet that I, I could see it getting a season two if The weekend was down to do it. I already read that it's not going to be picked up. I know you read that, and I read that too. But I think yeah. that this take, is take what Pop Crave says with the grain I just, of salt. I mean, Pop Crave is the motherfucking Bible. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. I just think that I just think that <clears throat> I think it's it's people like it. I think everyone wants to say they hate it, but they're all watching it. And obviously, they're not watching it as much as they need to be based on the ratings. <laughs> but like, I could I don't know. I could just see it turning. It could be it could be false sleeper hit by the end of well, the season. Well, it's just a good. It's a good. I love it. Like it's a think good it's show good. at the end of the day, brother man. It's not a good show, but that's still not that's not a good enough reason not to watch it. If that makes sense. I still haven't begun yet. I understand that. I by the way, speaking of television, I did um, I did dip into Jury Duty. Oh, nice. And it's good. I love it. Really smart idea. It's like good. James Martin's so good. It's really good. You got to do the other two next. H- him getting the. <laughs> And when he gets the when he gets the private bailiff, yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You guys are gonna have so much fun." When he gets into the Escalade with his <laughs> private bailiff, and they have to stay at like a hotel, mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, this is good stuff. This is really funny." It's well done. It's really funny. What's it on Hulu? It's on like a weird. It's on. Oh, it's, on a, it's like Freebie. Amaz- oh yeah, yeah, but it's on like Amazon. You can get it through Amazon. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. That shit's funny as hell. Anyway, um, <clears throat> well, we we do have a great show today we did the rare we recorded early for for a special guest someone that's very close to my heart and i was Mm. like this all you know alternative sweetheart came together liz fair uh who who you probably know her classic album exile in guyville but she also has a a great book um that that's a memoir that came out like a year ago maybe maybe two years ago Mm -hmm. but she's doing a um 30th anniversary tour of exile in guyville Exile in Guyville with a uh, friend of the show, Blonde Shell, opening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a few of those. I can already tell you right now. And um, but yeah, it's a great, great chat with her. She's a fun, fun, amazing sport. She's funny. She has a great attitude. And that's what I was going to say. She's man. a damn pro. You just got to this, this, the attitude that someone like her has is, is the dream. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you've had so much success. You've had like some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. you got you the perspective and the 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 ability to like really laugh at yourself and just be kind of kooky and not give a shit mm-hmm. is something that we kids yeah we should all take note of it's 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 really impressive yeah and she yeah and she's gotten that far and had that great attitude without you know relying on drugs and alcohol to put her in that yeah no exactly state. she's just like 
all that was my only like biggest take back after finishing editing the interview was like she just has a very good attitude yeah she's just cool she was especially um juxtaposed next to yours (laughs) you're on your best behavior for with her of course i was i was your standard walking around attitude oh terrible absolutely terrible yeah the book is called uh horror stories um it came out in 2019 get that exile in guyville uh, I believe the the tickets are on sale now. She's coming to all the major major cities. Um, Stream and, her music on Spotify. Yeah, it was Apple, a, I'm thank you Deezer, to Queezer, Tidal, <laughs> SoundCloud. Thank you to to our friend Shira for kind of putting this this bug um, in the head and put, connecting me with the, Liz's manager. Um, right. And yeah, how long gone? Um, tickets for Toronto go on sale Tuesday, the nineteenth. Uh, we are at the Great Hall on July 28th. We can't wait to be back in the... Actually, today's the ni- Monday the 19th. Oh, Monday the 19th. I'm sorry. Tickets go on sale today, Monday the 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we will see you guys in Toronto and uh, more to come. Toronto, New York, London, Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. We know that it's... And by the way, all, all you... <laughs> look, I know I fucked up. I know that... I know that... Dutch means Amsterdam, and I apologize for that. But also, you get why that happens. Like, come on, guys. Typical Americans. It's not, I mean, how different are we? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't expect somebody in Copenhagen to know the difference between Boise and Eugene. I I dare one of you Danes to come down to Tennessee and be able to identify the Memphis twang versus the Nashville twang. We'll see how that goes. Or even one of the Great Lakes of America. Oh, you don't know a single day. Lake. That's a great point, Jason. <laughs> you motherfuckers want to see. You think you got lakes over there? We got mm-hmm. great ones here, bro. Yeah, I was just in Como. When was the last time you were over here in Superiore? <laughs> Superiore, Lago Superiore. Uh, yeah, but thank you guys for listening to How Long Gone. Thank you to Liz for joining us, and we are back. Let, let me look at the calendar, Jason. Let me just check it out. Mm, we're I don't just even, cruising today. I don't even know what we got next week. I'm cutting bro. into my phone time right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, okay. Oh, Good week. Okay. Good week next week. Um. Is this uh, one where we have our author? It's an author, but it's also uh, a good friend, a, a new friend of mine who's who stars in a, a show that comes out this week. Um, yeah, season two coming soon. Can't wait to talk to him. I had a nice afternoon with him the other day. He's a he's a known bread maker. Met his I met his daughter. Oh, which was great. Cute. It was great. Okay, so we have a we have a an actor mm-hmm. and then uh, the author of the book the of hottest the summer, book, the hottest book of the summer, according to New York Magazine's approval matrix. Which this isn't just us saying that because the book is amazing. I read it in I read it in an afternoon. Yeah. Um. But anyway, how long gone? Thank you guys for listening, uh, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. <sighs> You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are. So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. 
Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Liz, do you have an engineer in the room with you? Because that's where I'm trying to get kind of my level son. Wise. I have my son who's <laughs> hiding. Do you want to say hi? No, he doesn't want to. Please say come. Hi. He doesn't want to say, say hi. hi. Just, no, he does not want to come say hi. Oh, Mister Fair, come on. <laughs> your your son doubles as a as an intern slash sound guy at the house. Is that what? We're yeah, learning? that's what he learned over pandemic. We we had people teaching him like my band would teach him how to set the whole thing up he was engineering wow. we weren't finished with the record when the pandemic happened so we were still recording i'm glad that you i'm glad that he learned something in the pandemic because i didn't learn anything <laughs> yeah. um i got into pretty good shape i will say but i didn't pick up any new skills <laughs> I, I will say that i'll no say that bread making no bread starter hell no know? i that was my least favorite one the I starter think. died that's how he neglected it <laughs> I, started, I just really <laughs> Did you make bread? Did you make bread or were you just recording? Um, no, I did. I did the bread. I I recently learned how to make bread. How recent are we talking, Liz? <laughs> You're on a delay over there a few years. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it's, it's funny you say that because literally this morning, my, my wife and I were walking, doing our morning walk, and we we're like, should we start making our own bread? Should 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 the... Is now the time? Because our... our a friend of ours, uh, an artist named Chloe Wise, who was on this podcast a little while ago, she makes bread all the time, this focaccia, uh, and yeah. she's like, yeah, like all I do is eat this own this bread that I make myself, and and like she said, but she you know she's in great shape and great health, and like she lost weight eating this bread that she made herself, and she thinks that it's because the bacteria that's in the air of her home. <laughs> is recycling into the bread and the starter and it's creating this life cycle that allows you to eat as much bread as you want and you actually lose weight so my girlfriend or i mean sorry wife and i were like 
Yeah, maybe I should find a starter and start doing making making weight loss. Do you bread. think your bacteria is? I mean, so what kind of bread are you making, Liz? And what's the bacteria content? You think mine was cottage cheese bread? I was what scrolling through Instagram. You know, Instagram where they do that thing and they like listen to the crust crunch crunch. Sure, sure and you're like, sure. gotta have it. Like, Got- gotta have it. Okay, so you're you're making TikTok bread, not <laughs> you're on t- okay. I'm making TikTok bread. I'm for sure. But I felt so stupid when I got the iron cast thing, like the heavy bread thing. I like uh-huh. bought it, you know, and it came in a package that was like thunk. And I opened <laughs> it up and I was like, oh, you know, and it's like a bread thing. <laughs> it's and a I, big bastard. I held this like 17th century tool and just felt so <laughs> stupid. I was like, I'm what is a Hold on, idiot. I, I need you to. And we then need... I made this bread and it was amazing. Oh shit! Okay, amazing. Yeah. So look out. You said cottage cheese bread. I don't know what that is. So if you could kind of explain that to me, because I'm from the 20th century. So if you could just kind of take <laughs> us back, that'd be that'd be really great. I'm not a history buff. Let so you... let me tie my bonnet. Let me tie my bonnet. <laughs> yeah, please first. get your bonnet in order before you explain. I don't want to show you my hair. This is yeah. Um... Today we have Liz Fair from Downton Abbey on. How long gone today? She's sewing gifts from the hearth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a downstairs person. I'm not an upstairs person. I'm a downstairs person. <laughs> oh, a fellow watcher. I like what I hear. No, but Chris, can you actually explain what cottage cheese bread is to Chris and also maybe to me? Chris has never made it. I have made it. I'm the cottage cheese expert here on this panel. Yes, you are. It is eight egg whites. Oh, shit. She's just going to... Uh, the recipe is already memorized. <laughs> you made it one fucking time and all of a sudden you're an expert. 480 grams of sifted flour go into a I mixing did bowl. so well. <laughs> it was so delectable. Like, I am an expert. I am a... Egg whites. A bread Eight fairy. egg whites. Okay. Eight egg whites. Okay. So which was really fun. I didn't let, like, you know, peer pressure rush me. I really took my time. Uh-huh. And then cottage cheese and you, like, Blend that up in a blender. You whip it up? (laughs) Whip it up in your mixer? Just shut up. I'm not telling you this. (laughs) The most important reason why your friend is losing weight is because she has to knead the dough, which is really, really hard. I was jumping up on the counter. I was like, oh. So you're saying your forearms, you're getting even a little lower body activation with the jumping. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so this Glutes bread. Okay, okay, so the bread actually includes <laughs> cottage cheese. I thought maybe that was just a turn of phrase, and that was something that <laughs> maybe something I didn't understand. But you're saying you put cheese in the bread, the the egg whites and cheese mixed together, and that is the base for a loaf of bread, is what you're telling me. Exactly. But also, Chris, we can't really call cottage cheese a cheese. It's more of a dairy byproduct, just to let you know. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for think, that. Think of it as more uh, in the yogurt family than the than in the cheddar family. Okay. I, no, I, I I was thinking For a that. layman out I there. I mean, vis- visually, I can put that together. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> but is the... um. But Liz, what's the preferred for you then? What's the preferred way to enjoy? Are you slicing it up with breakfast? Are you a sandwich chick? Like, what are we doing with this bread? Tuna melt. Well, Nick was making patty melts with it, and I was doing the Miyoko butter with the Manuka honey, toasting it, and then the Miyoko butter. <laughs> Miyoko and then the butter Manuka with the Manuka honey. honey. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's unfortunate that I know what all of that stuff is a lot, but I think 
that could sound alien. UMF 24. UMF 24. <laughs> what is, okay, I know what Manuka honey is. So that's, but- a, that's a vegan butter, right? Yeah, Miyoko, yeah, vegan butter. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely vegetarian the me the miyoko butter looks it kind of looks like the mykonos feta brand you yes. know I, I, at least in my I, I compartmentalize those words in my mind so look for the butter that appears greekish even <laughs> though it's not <laughs> the at all greekish butter so you're so you're you're this would but what okay 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 well, i have one question <laughs> one question i'm Liz. stunned by these revelations <laughs> yeah so for the tour so for the tour we're adding a song to guyville called <laughs> you need it Right, you. No, you're it. not doing that. No, hell no. Oh wow, need no. need with the. Guy. I'm vetoing. Okay. I'm in charge now. That's not making the set list. Okay, Elizabeth, you need to, you need to tell me. <laughs> oh shit! I hear my mother. What? Why you're why you're punishing <laughs> you? You work so hard. You've come so far in your life. Why are we eating cottage cheese bread with vegan butter? <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? You, you deserve you deserve something. You know a you, steak. A steak? No, just regular, just a just regular butter. You know uh, what I mean? Regular butter tastes kind of gamey to me now. Huh? I thought you were gonna say gay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, regular butter <laughs> tastes <laughs> gay. <Okay>. No, <laughs> a little gamey. Okay, gamey. It's a little bit. You say it like it's a bad thing. It's got a funk. Weird. No, no, no. If you're in the mood. <laughs> do you eat meat? Do you eat? Will you eat a steak? I do. I will eat a steak. I okay. I try to ethically balance it from the idea like. I didn't buy shoes the other day because they were lambskin. I'm like, nope. But every once in a while throughout the year, I, I know that as a wild human, I would go after uh-huh. an animal. I would go hunting. <laughs> you, I would okay, get so hungry you, enough okay. <laughs> that I would like, but okay, it doesn't so you, have to happen that often. But occasionally, yes. So you're saying you're so you're saying when you okay, so you you hit you hit the steakhouse when you're feeling primal and you give into that urge, you feed that need because we're all animals, Correct. is what you're saying. It's not every day that you have this crippling bloodlust, but it will pop <laughs> yeah, up quarterly, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yes. What okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's that's that seems pretty healthy because I think most people like I haven't eaten meat since I was probably I mean since I was in high school. And I I want to I know it's good for me, but I don't get the lust because it's been so long. So I need to kind of mm. I need to figure out what it's going to take for me to kind of. He's, he, he's barren. His his taste buds well, are barren. Why do you need to? I mean, you don't need to. I feel like it honestly would be good for my health. Not mental. That's that's out the window. But physical. You look very healthy. Oh well, wow. Thank thank you, Liz. I appreciate. Oh that. oh, <laughs> you want you guys want to talk to Doctor Clark? I see. Okay, so tell me what your symptoms oh, do- are. <laughs> Dr. Clark. <laughs> All right. Doc, Dr. Clark medicine woman? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you are do you consider yourself an a, a little bit of a doctor maybe or just the dark arts? Are we talking medical? Are we talking spiritual? What do you what are you an expert I in? I think I think I grew up grew up with so many doctors in the family that I decided to skip the medical school. <laughs> just go great straight to prescription. <laughs> straight. You know, like, <laughs> straight to prescription. Yeah, to I went straight to prescriptions pad. too, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. From high school straight into the pros. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that, but do you think that you do you think that you know better than other people? You can be honest with us. This is a safe Sometimes. space. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you this: I knew everything that was going to happen with the pandemic in February of twenty twenty. All right, all right, Fauci. All right, Fauci. Relax. What oh you, no! All right, call what you... <laughs> me Fauci because we needed masks right away, and all the uh, SARS studies from Asia 
said so. Even okay. pathetic uh-huh. cloth masks <laughs> okay. would have helped. This is now the Joe Rogan podcast. We have uh, we have RFK on the show today. <laughs> where is, how do you, okay, how do you, where are the SARS documents? Are those coming from inside, like doctor sources? Or are those Googleable for they the rest of us? They were Googleable, and now they are not Googleable. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. All right. Liz, you're starting I to- think those were in some of those emails that Hillary has. Am I right? <laughs> sounds like, where do- <laughs> Are you are you a little bit of a conspiracy theorist? Because Jason's a little bit of a conspiracy. Yeah. A little bit. A healthy amount. A little bit. Yeah, I think we. I think it's healthy. Healthy. I think it's a healthy amount. You know, speaking of Joel Rogan, I told him this is my future science. I don't think it's like conspiracy. I think it's just science we haven't proven yet. What do you mean you told you told Joe Rogan that? Were you on the show? He liked that. He he used future science in another episode, so he dug it. Wait, are you guys friends or were you on the show? I was on the show, like in twenty eighteen. Damn. Really? Yeah. That shocks you? It's it's not the most shocking thing I've ever heard in the world, but you're not necessarily <laughs> you're not necessarily. I didn't call him up. I didn't go like, "Hey, Joe Rogan, have me." Like, I don't know how these things happen. You have press people. You, sure. I mean, I also did a Fox News segment for my book, and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, we're going where?" She's like, "Didn't you read your call sheet?" And I'm like, "No." no. I definitely. Didn't. I'm like going to the dark star, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> All right, it's Tucker Carlson. I'm here with Liz Fair. Talk about the her Fox book. News appearance probably moved more books than anything else you did unfortunately but that's another convo oh god um they had a nice green room <laughs> all i'm saying all i'm saying well i think um I, th- I don't think joe rogan has anybody on his pod that he isn't a fan of or wants to have on so he must have already been aware of you and and wanted to have you on right i think his engineer knew about me okay okay if i re- remember correctly so you went to the was this in this is la though this is before the austin thing yes Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. Because I've heard some funny stories about going to Austin because it's in like a strip mall. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a funny, like just like a funny weird studio built in like a strip mall and you have to, <laughs> it's like 30 minutes outside of town kind of did thing. Your, did your family like get uh, awkward during Thanksgiving after you appeared on Joe Rogan or was everyone else <laughs> on board and okay was everyone with cool it? with it? Can you imagine being my parents? Go back to 1993 and Guy coming out. No, like, I can't. So I don't I think mean, that Joe <laughs> Rogan even nothing. blipped. Like I don't think that even, I don't think there was even That's like. not even a blip on the radar. Not even a blip on the radar. My parents have been dealing with my bullshit for a long time. Right. They, they gave up. They don't <laughs> right. listen anymore. They don't care about this anymore. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Whatever Rogan is saying is like the hallmark channel to them <laughs> they don't care about that do you live do you live in la or do you live in new york i do live in la oh you do okay but okay. i did live in new york i lived on a uh, 13th street between a and b oh my old stomping grounds i was on fourth and a for a very long time nice do you miss nice. it or do you think new york's cooked no man it was great we my apartment looked out or i had a room in it it was actually greta's apartment um looked out over the courtyard of saint mark's you know so like that was pretty. That was nice. It was Thurn- Thurnberg. <laughs> yeah, you and Greta Thurberg. Greta Thurn- Thurn- Thurnberg. <laughs> yeah, no, she was two. She was two. No, she was. She was. She didn't exist. She wasn't. She was a spirit. <laughs> she was a spirit. She was merely an idea at the time. It was merely she was an idea. A, a twinkle in her eyes. You know? Wasn't even old enough to get into the all ages show. Dude, I have to say about Greta, like Thurnberg, she's right. <laughs> 
Well, when you say she's right, do you mean okay. everything yeah, she what says or her, her main okay, I've, synopsis? I've started, let's go into the conspiracy theory. This isn't really part of Please. it. It's part of my weirdness. I am studying storm structure because I think that climate change is going to increase the severity of storms. Definitely. I would agree and with that. The more, the more I study storm structure, the more I realize that Earth is essentially a balanced system and that what's really going to kill us is imbalancing it. And once it goes, once it becomes chaos rather than order, we're fucked. So like when she sees planets that have a chaotic or uninhabitable atmosphere, mm -hmm. she she's thinking, which I am now thinking, <laughs> if we fuck this up, it's just going to be storms everywhere and no stability. So she's she's right to be terrified. She's just looking out really far in the future. Okay. I find her pretty annoying, but I don't think she's wrong. Her delivery isn't great for me personally. <laughs> right. But now that you're saying this, I do think that if, because I really hate the rain, like it really affects my <laughs> mood. It affects my mood. And if if it rains all the time, I'd rather not be here. Honestly, if the storms are that bad, I say, <laughs> God, like, take me. Take me away. I, I can't. Wait, what's frightening is that you're worried about rain. <laughs> like, that's well, the least of it. Yeah, wind. I, I just feel like rain in, is in, the, in Liz's well, dystopian like, world, rain will be the only solace that comes, Chris. Right. That's how we yeah. get drinking water. I'm going to be out there <laughs> sticking my tongue out. Well, I th okay. I guess that when I think of when I think of a storm, I think of rain first because it's my enemy, and then all of the accoutrement like wind, you know, all the stuff that comes, <laughs> lightning, all, all those, the all that, the side dishes, all the side dishes <laughs> that come with the rain steak. To put it in terms you understand, Liz. So that's does, what does I'm saying. Enya that's what I mean. I think rain. Like what comes with the what music comes Ooh. with the rain? What music do you put on when it rains to just really feel it? Oh. Do you get a blanket? you like crawl under the covers and my bloody valentine maybe <laughs> yeah i would probably my listen to valentine. like red house painters okay red house painters yeah. or like my bloody Valentine, something yeah. like that probably but i don't really i don't i i guess i i don't listen to music like that i, I don't i don't like have like mood music really oh. but maybe i should and maybe i could learn to love rain <laughs> if i was equating it with positive kind of tunes you probably heard like i can't stand the rain <laughs> and then you're like i can't either <laughs> i'm not doing a call and response <laughs> i cannot well because he's jason jason lives in la i live in la sometimes so and it's been so overcast how are you dealing with the overcast because i see this room you're in is painted a very electric hue of green which i feel like keeps your mood up it that's does. part of the it appeal does. yeah like but a, i'm also like a yellowish i'm also doing 75 hard right now so i have to get outside so that helps like if you get out what's there, 75 hard 75 hard it's this uh app i don't i don't even want to you I, don't want to know I was, I was, <laughs> like, okay. go, no i do want to know that could just go so many places <laughs> It sounds like a workout. Yeah, like is it is it a is it like a restaurant in Studio City? Is it an app? Is it a cruising what app? Else yeah. could it, be? Be it sounds like another five. gay app. It sounds like another gay an app for gay guys. Or that could be that could it sounds like a weather forecast from from one of your future storms. I have one. You're like it's 75 degrees and it's very hard. Life is very hard now it's because of the storm. So what is this app? You do have to do you have to do two workouts a day for 45 minutes, one outside, one inside. Damn. Um presumably uh -oh. and then you have to read 10 pages of nonfiction. <laughs> you can take any diet you want but you have to stick to it and then water wow this sounds right up my alley okay 
let's walk through let's walk through a day then what are the workout you got to do two workouts you do one in the morning also why are you doing this is clearly a man's workout why are you doing this man's workout this is a workout that only like bros do yeah are you all right i I need to find a way to read nonfiction. because i live in america and i have long adjusted to taking like rules and regulations for men and adapting them for women so what i do with that too hard workout you know and there's like this big ajax looking bro guy (laughs) Like, did you complete it? Did you complete it? Did you read today, pussy? Did you read today, pussy? Yeah, like. (laughs) Did you read your 10 pages of nonfiction, loser? (laughs) No fiction ever. (laughs) Why? Yeah, why get is it- your head out of that fantasy? <laughs> get with reality. Why is yeah? Why, for, I mean, I want to. I want to start at the beginning. So to tell us what the workouts are because you get to choose those, or they prescribe them to you via app. No, you can choose it. It's very simple. That's what I like about it. I interpret it for okay. my own needs. But I have this Ajax looking guy going like, "Did you do it?" And I like that. Okay, so it's that accountability. Helps. So are you are you running? Are you doing Pilates? Are you doing weight training? What are the workouts? No, I I don't make anything an ordeal. I figure if I'm moving around that much, it's all good. So I'll go for like a walk. Okay. Right? That's my big outdoor workout. Okay. But I see people. I meet dogs. You know, sure. I'm totally losing weight. <laughs> I, I, I like losing <laughs> I'm totally losing weight. Okay. I know you guys don't believe me. I'm totally but losing weight. But it has other benefits. It has other benefits. It's like improving my life for all these different reasons. And then I'll either do yoga or I'll like sit on my weird wobble board. Yeah. Do you you're have a, a oh, you're a wobble thing? board person? I wobble. I'll do. I just don't want anything to be nothing can be an ordeal so you don't go to you don't go to a gym you don't have a trainer you don't do any of that (laughs) good good luck wrangling me hell no so you're just at home you're doing your thing and then you're drinking cutting around to mine 75 hard and then the guy's like did you do it and i'm like yes i did and then i go okay so 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 now when you're trying to do the 75 hard outdoor workouts that are also good for your mental health as well you get to see the doggies (laughs) It hasn't had sunshine since late 2022. Yeah. Are you getting the the proper UV morning light that's adjusting your circadian rhythms? Okay. Here we're going to stay in the conspiracy lane. This Mm -hmm. freaks me out because my total body, I put sunscreen on and everything, right? There's only Mm -hmm. a little bit that's uncovered, right? But my whole body, she's thought of all of it. Check this out. My whole body is getting tanned underneath my clothes what the fuck is going on like <laughs> why all right so you think but is that bad are you i don't know tan? i don't know i don't know I don't but know. i'm like i'm tan and looking fit so okay no complaints <laughs> so, so something right. something is cooking me and i don't know what's cooking me damn this is really okay so just uh, yeah. like your bread it's, you're our, coming it's our ozone out layer a little brown <laughs> on top brown on, but all over okay. it's like it's getting under my clothes but I want to be clear. You okay? So I just yeah. Let's just make it very clear. When you're outside exercising, you are clothed. Like you're yes. wearing clothing. Yeah. But you're saying you slather on the SPF before you go out, and somehow, some way, God is still touching you with His beautiful yeah. sun. Yeah. Okay. I have a follow up question. You said you live in L.A. Do you mean Palm Springs, though? <laughs> yeah. What? What is you? What are we going? <laughs> yeah, where? You, where is all this sun coming from? That's blasting. That's that's. 
<laughs> you're that's air frying know. you is there a part of la that's situated on the equator that jason and i don't know about or is there is this just, send me know. your coordinates queen yeah drop a I pin drop a pin <laughs> drop a pin baby because i i would love to be tan and beautiful and it's obviously i'm not getting we're not getting the same sun exposure as you and we live in the same place it doesn't do you think you're do you think you're special maybe do you think that this is like maybe some of your internal body chemistry or some of your supplements kind of working Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Korea World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland who are putting modern spins on Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods and you did. <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. Do you take hella supplements or are you kind of, are you trying to keep it more natural? I do. T I do I take fatty, that new. Oh yeah. Fatty 15. Fatty Use our 15. code at checkout. I take yeah, fatty yeah, yeah. No, 15. Oh, you got <laughs> No, no, I'm joking. Our friend Pia does though. What is that supposed to do? Um, it's a better omega three. Oh, it's omega three. Omega three. Okay. It's like fish oil, right? Is that the idea? Hello, fatty 15. <laughs> it's an Instagram. Oh, fatty 15. <laughs> So, so all right so it sounds like it sounds liz it sounds like you're very influenced by instagram ads and i'd like to get into some of the purchases you've made liz, liz so far you, you need to stop hanging out with your teenage children they're 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 influencing you too hard her son 
Your your son's not even a teenager. Your son's like in his twenties. He isn't doesn't he? do any of that. He doesn't care about any of that. He's very political. He's very like we can't talk about politics because we'll get into like a thing. Oh. And he's not. But you're okay. he's not on Instagram. He's not doing. He's not doing mm. that. Wow. Well, I just I you know if there are pe- Instagram tends to be where the really beautiful people go. So I figure if I want to get really <laughs> Thank beautiful, you. I do have a, I do have an account. You can follow me back anytime. Let me know. Go there. I, if, they, if you want to see beauty, they do nothing but work out. Like as far as I can tell. So you're okay. saying okay? So you're saying everybody on Instagram is hot. So I should be there too. Is what you're saying? No. If I want to get hot, I should go to where the hot okay, people okay. are and do what they do. This is Dre- dress for the Honestly, job you want, the- not the job you have. <laughs> Exactly. You want you want to be the worst house on the best block. <laughs> yeah, smallest okay, room so, with the nicest um, hotel. Where where was your son on January sixth, Liz? <laughs> oh shit! Probably duck and covering. I don't know. <laughs> so what 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 part of L.A. are you in? You don't have to give us the exact spot. I'm in a very very sunny part of L.A. It's <laughs> very near the very near the ocean. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That okay. That tracks for you because we're I'm in I'm in WeHo and Jason's in Glendale, so we don't get that. Okay. That may be our that literally might be our problem. We might have just uncovered <laughs> the problem that easily. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you lived in L.A.? Twenty three years. Oh, so you like it or do you hate it? But just live there. No, I love it. And I there was a point at which before Trump, I started to feel disenchanted and I was very grumbly about it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then as soon as Trump was elected, that was so horrifying and terrifying to me that the firewall of California felt extremely important. You oh, know? it felt valuable. <laughs> valuable. Because where are you going to go? Where would you go if you didn't live in L.A.? Like dream scenario based on what you do for a living and, you know, your daily lifestyle. Where could you do that? San Andreas, like split up and become an island. I could do that. Um, <laughs> oh, so you, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, like so, it, okay. it, if it's not New York, Chicago, L.A. or London. Uh-huh. I don't know where I'd do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's that sounds pretty good. Except for Chicago, I'm with you. That's a good lineup. Yeah, but are, are, no I, I feel like there's parts of Europe where you 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 get a lot of action, right? Yeah, but I'm just thinking, where do you live and work? The language, Primavera I guess. Festival I mean, or something? I could I could yeah, bring sure. out the yeah. high school French for Paris. I could, you know, I think that my sexual persona like the blue lyrics in my music could work for them and the fact that i'm yeah. maybe slightly <laughs> of a blue lyrics age, in my music. you know and that i still want to sing the blue that i could do that in paris i feel like they'd understand Be- because you're saying you're saying <laughs> and the, they love the, Parisians, the bread yeah they love the bread <laughs> yeah they, they they but they would respect you you're saying they would respect and maybe fall victim to your charms i think i'd have a better shot as of being charming in paris than maybe charming in berlin well, well, I mean, charming in Berlin is impossible. I mean, they they don't they don't really they don't take they don't, to that. That's not really their vibe. With that. Yeah, yeah, no. that's not re- that's not really their vibe. Are you excited to hit the road, or are you like, damn, here we go again? Me? No, I'm really excited to hit the road. This is this is a very particular tour with a very special meaning to me. So yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, I okay. So touring after all these years, you can still find the joy in it. You're not going to get me saying living on a bus is fun. That's not fun. You know, like okay. there's nothing fun yeah. about that. But the people that I work with are quick, great. Quick bus, quick bus question. I'm sure the band's great. Back lounge <laughs> is that? Is that your master bedroom, or is that where guys play video games? That's my master bedroom. Okay, good, good answer. <laughs> you know, because I've talked, we've talked to a lot of musicians on the show. We have a lot of musician friends. Some of them claim that the bunk is more comfortable, and they prefer it. 
<laughs> and I just think that's a lie. I you have to be I'm not a very deep sleeper. I could not. I have I've lain I've sat I've tried a bunk on a long drive when I wasn't like we weren't really I wasn't set up like we just took a bus for a long drive. And I literally yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, cry yeah. in the bunk. I just lie there and cry. <laughs> so no. <laughs> you sound like me. If I have to be in a car for over an hour, I just can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, like that's a no. I can't. I've only slept in a, I slept in a bus one time when I managed a band and I woke up and threw up the whole way home. Dude. And I was oh, like, I'm never yeah. doing this again. And oh, that's yeah. why now when we do when we do live shows, I fly private, of course. <laughs> that's kind of the only way. To, you know that, Liz. I mean, you you know how it is. You know how it is. It's like <laughs> You re- <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. I fly commercial just like the rest of you losers. But I think that the I also heard about a band recently who is doing something where they they fly to every show and they just have a guy that drives the gear to meet them. That sounds pretty good too. It's something maybe you should look into. We've already done it. We have done it. That's actually oh, you, you've done that. Yeah, normally that's I would be. We've done a ton of fly tours where everybody flies except for the people driving the equipment, or we rent it everywhere. We've done lots of different things. Like rent it everywhere. That seems insane. It was insane. It did work for a short run, but it was very spotty. Very spotty. <laughs> like there was... were many times. Like yeah. Liz, how was the tour? It was it was spotty, you know, it was spotty just for for a handful of reasons. It was pretty spotty. Sometimes overall. we had drums, sometimes we didn't. You know, <laughs> exactly. Right. We didn't we didn't have a snare in St. Louis, but it was a Tuesday, so we kind of we were able to wing it. <laughs> you have seen? I mean, there was a time I played a Perez Hilton showcase in Austin what? for, and all the equipment, like the band before us, something happened with their. They had European plugs mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah the electricity blew completely and fried all of our equipment right before the show so my <laughs> lead Damn. guitarist came back and he's like liz there's no electricity and all of our amps are blown and i'm like what and perez is pissed <laughs> yeah not perez <laughs> of all the people it was have a to big deal. it was a big showcase and we borrowed it from the other bands like musicians will do that kind of shit because it's so crazy on the road. It's such a like wagon train out there. <laughs> I always thought there should be a band, a band traffic controller in the U S being like, we've got green day over here. We can't have, you know, like sure. someone to control sure. all like, of keep, these. Keep the traffic you know, moving. Like, That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Right? I'm sure Billy Joe and the guys green day and, and really <laughs> appreciate fighters that. might have a collision over, over Boulder. Exactly. And we can't risk exactly. that. <laughs> we can't risk that. These guys got to play tonight. We like, like Chris said before, we've had a lot of we have a lot of musicians on, and we've had a lot of you know kind of contemporary indie artists who may or may not sound like you or be influenced by you. Uh, how how does that make you feel hearing bands, you know, not exactly copycatting you, but drawing a lot of influence from from your music from back in the day. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, to be someone who, when I was first starting out, would go out into the music business or the music world, and it would be all men, to now when I go out, it's, you know, 60% women. And, or, you know, it's very, it's much... It's changed. Damn, it's like you've seen into my eye. It's like you've seen into my iTunes. Yeah. It really is 60% yeah. women. Well, I mean, behind the scenes and 
and in front and behind and in front of the microphone. Right. Yeah. But I think right. we're learning now that True. all the all the men in the music industry kind of or I, I've I've had a theory that they they care more about college football than music. <laughs> Uh, and and female people in the business <laughs> seem to love music much more than much more than men do, and it's a, you know it's a, it's a passionate emotional art form. So why not? Damn, Jason, you you have a, that's a really good point. Yeah, most especially during the two thousands, I guess when I because if you're I a music nerd as a bro, nobody wants to have sex with you. But if you're a music nerd as a girl, everyone's like, oh shit, I think I'm in love. I had sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> Liz would have sex with you. Don't oh, worry, I, guys. No, babe. I love college football, too. Let's watch. <laughs> there, there's seven different uh, pitchfork riders who just got 75% hard right now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, I have a chance? I thought I thought my minor league baseball season that tickets wouldn't work. That was a good wraparound. You included that. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but so, so you like it? You think it's good? Uh, have you ever just randomly listened to or do you have friends send you like a Spotify link? Be like, yo. Oh, check this out this sounds just like you oh yeah Has that ever no happened? you mean like sound like people yes 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 all the time people are like oh this Who are girl some of those bands? <laughs> i don't know i don't keep i i, I don't have that kind of proprietary like how dare you yeah. so i'm i'm sure sure i'm down i'm so down i think it's okay. a, that's a much healthier because in today's society overall i feel like there's a lot of like they ripped me off culture like everybody pointing fingers and like this is that and it's just kind of like Man, I, I don't mean to shit on anyone here, but nothing's original. Like, it's all good, guys. Like, it's also like, if I'm referencing something that's 20 years old, 30 years old, that belongs to the ether. At that point, that belongs to the world. Yeah. Art builds on the shoulders of art. Like, there's only so many yeah. notes that a human voice can sing. And if you want to be entirely original, no one's going to want to listen to it. Like, yeah, facts. That's true. And I yeah, guess that's if true. the original band yeah. was that good, then you shouldn't be able to duplicate that. You know, like everyone, there's been a million bands that try to sound like the Beatles. Nobody has ever come close. But, you know, to bring up My Bloody Valentine, there's probably like 75, like, random kids bands all over the world and they sound exactly like My Bloody Valentine because, you know, there's like websites about how to get their guitar tone and you just go... <laughs> yeah, people dedicated to, <laughs> dedicated to amps, amp settings all so that, that is you can make said, it that loud. I think there is... A, there is certain situations where you're like all right guys come on like this sounds literally exactly like slow dive or whatever jason you know. you're coming in here like a fucking cop you sound like marvin gay's family you gotta, you gotta <laughs> chill i mean there's a difference between actually intending to yeah like take their thunder and for yourself which i think of in the commercial area like jingly area like sound alikes and stuff yeah so yeah i would go after someone if they were trying to do that to me but i just don't sense that being the vast majority of these things like the vast majority is just yeah, yeah. like so what so now my bloody valentine has created a genre that's how i would look at it yeah that's true yeah. that's true but to me yeah i guess if you look at it as a, as a genre to me if you're like literally trying to make a facsimile of this band sort of like what is the point of your artistic output you know it's just it's like when i'm a, I'm a professional impersonator like a michael jackson guy on, on hollywood boulevard or something i'm not going to that show <laughs> <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like i'm all set on the michael jackson impersonator yeah, right. right now 
<laughs> I'm all I'm all good on that. I, I did want to talk about the book a little bit because I I did read it. Uh, and I did you? Yeah, I got a signed Shocker. copy. I pre-ordered from Barnes and Noble. So you're the one. Nice. Okay, I, look, read. You know, some people might call it a skim. I call it a read. Okay, don't don't attack me. I'm a strong reader. But actually. but Liz, just to be just so you know, Chris is a Chris is a is a very big fan. Yeah, long time. Fan. I can't wait to hear what was retained. Oh, not I much. I had to, to, I had to touch like... up today. Not much. I don't even smoke weed. That's the fucked up part. I no. I just think that the I thought the book was really. I liked the um the kind of way it was written, like the style in which it was written, where it kind of it jumps around a little bit, and each chapter is kind of its own moment, you know. Um, but I I think that the I, I guess the process of that in general, because I've talked to people uh, who've written memoirs before, and their uh, takeaway from it was kind of like if you like your life don't do this like if you it will oh, it's going man. to i just mean i mean they're joking but they're like it's gonna upset people like you have to be honest you have to that's the whole point that's why you're doing it that's satisfying as an artist it's also why they're paying you the money is because you got to leave it all on the table and that's just a really difficult thing to do and i'm sure you went through some of that during the process yeah i got in trouble with a couple of friends uh one was did you send it <laughs> did you send it to them first and they were like nah. i didn't i talked to most people <laughs> i talked to most people beforehand but there was one that i thought i had covered up more the identity and actually at the end of the process i'd done so many edits i think i didn't and i was on tour at the end yeah the older version that wasn't as covered for her identity yeah. got in there and that was a big problem. That was a big mistake. But slipped through the cracks. Slipped through the cracks. Like you had to you had to call kind of hat in hand and be like, look, like Yeah, and I had to try to fix the chat like get the newer one put in, we, which we did. We did it all and it didn't end up causing any damage, but like it was a bad We got her a signed copy sent over to the house. It's all But good then my here. other friend, my other friend was pissed because I'd called her like dress a different material she's like it was silk <laughs> it was silk shantung it was silk it was not That's, whatever this is the kind up. of friends i have this is the yeah, kind of friends like, i have what like, kind of editors do you have shantung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like look yeah we did coke those three nights together absolutely <laughs> but you got the fucking dress wrong and i'm not gonna stand for that. this is bullshit like that's all fine but this is not okay i mean i think that the yeah i mean i think that the memoir genre especially of, of people that we we know and love is like like i i read the the um what's his name uh uh from friends matthew perry yes um and i was like i don't care about matthew perry i didn't like friends but i was a pill addict so i'm interested in this because we have that <laughs> commonality and then I, I read it and i'm just like this guy's too rich. Nothing ever happens. Like, you know what I mean? He's so rich. He just kind of like goes to rehab. He's still rich. He, he goes to rehab again. <laughs> he's still rich. It's like nothing. There's not that no much. No consequences. There's not really any consequences. I hit a guy I mean, with colon... my car today. Well, yeah, exactly. Anyway. I mean, his, colon ex his colon exploded from taking too many painkillers, which is pretty amazing. You know, that's a, that's a feat that many have, have, have not accomplished. <laughs> but I guess I've, I guess what I'm saying is that I've read a lot of these, a lot of these books because I like those genres, specifically when there's addiction involved. Cause I feel like that's like when people really lay it all to bear, you know? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but I felt like there was like a level of honesty that felt kind of like, matter of fact i think which is is feels like that's who you are but that's probably what you're trying to accomplish as yes, well. yes very much so like i mean we're all kind of taking this ride together we're all living a life and it's pretty damn short so 
I think there you can be in the society where reality is what society tells you, and then you can pull back out at different moments, you know, and be like, wait a minute, this is mm. all arbitrary. These are rules that solved one problem a long time ago, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So I wanted to stand both in it and like above it and be like, well, this is kind of, this is, these are the, and and the other point about the book was there was a lot of horror genre going on in America and it was all like bloody and violent and big. And I'm like, really horror to me is like the Sartre-esque nausea like type real. where it's yeah, like yeah. the everyday <laughs> shit yeah, that you yeah, have to yeah, sit yeah. with and live with and tell yourself not to think about it at night, you know? No, that's, I mean, I agree with you. That definitely haunts me more than like a ghost or like a guy with yeah. a knife. <laughs> Yeah. That's like more than a jump scare. <laughs> yeah, it's more realistic. Well, Liz, it's more Liz realistic. when you said the one part of you likes to look above it, um, what what drugs do you do you take or did you take to sort of get that <laughs> that bird's eye view? I didn't write on any substance. Like I wish I could. I've tried so many times to do that, and it just it isn't good. It's good. It's good for a first draft. Do some mushrooms and get the idea down, and then yeah, revisit. I just want to get it out. Just thought, get it out. I thought that was part and parcel of being a writer that you could take your substance of choice and just get into it, but that doesn't work. But anywho, okay. like if I do any drug, it's usually edible cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like my perennial go-to i suppose since early <laughs> 20 perennial i don't alcohol i will definitely drink at certain moments okay like and if you open up something special but general alcohol doesn't metabolize for me well it's like do you want mm. a white headache or mm. a red headache mm. and that's <laughs> you've had to never. do some you've had to do some research but you figured out that doesn't work for you it doesn't work so well, well no i'm an edible girl as well welcome oh home, you honey. are Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> in your, it's just the now back in the day, were you going super hard because everyone was, or was it pretty mellow on the on the bus? Oh, on the bus, no, I never party on tour really, except it was like end of a leg. I always go out the last night, yeah. but I I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm the singer. No can do. Voice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not course. like a super. Mm-hmm. That's that. Yeah, historically that hasn't stopped most <laughs> singers, but I appreciate that. I'm that's kind of your. I'm a songwriter. I'm a writer at heart. Like the the extra stuff, the performance is like an add on. That's a bonus, like thing I've learned how to okay. do. Okay, we're we're lucky. We're lucky to have it. I understand what you yeah. mean. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, lucky yeah. I'm at, I'm at, I'm like on my tiptoes with my nose above water, trying to get this stuff out. So like, there's no room for partying on tour, but. Wait, what was the question? Am I raging? I thought you were talking about early 20s when I yeah, thought I was like, a hard ass. And yes, I would order going whiskey crazy. straight and I was smoking camels, <laughs> filterless. And... Filterless camels and straight whiskey. So, th- so this is when, this is at your peak partying zone. 22 to 25. Wow, my 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 peak partying zone was a lot longer than that. Yeah. That's a pretty nice window. <laughs> like what do you... <laughs> Three years in your early twenties, like wow, you're really. But you can always go back to it because now, if I my father taught me moderation in all things, including moderation. So every once in a while during the year, I think of it as like absolutely mandatory to my mental health to go out and party hard. Okay, occasionally. That's that's yeah. You you seem like no, you seem like you've got it figured out in some ways for sure. That that seems like a reasonable approach. When when you. Now in your life in 2023, go have a night where you party hard. Are you like going to a friend's house? Are you guys doing like an organized like drug party thing? Are you going to a bar, a club? What's going on? Always private houses and 
very civilized, but yes. <laughs> that's a good answer, and that's what I would hope because I think that like – yeah, I feel like going out is not it. You can't really do that anymore. Not really. Like you, you I mean, you definitely can't. But like most, no, that's I mean, crazy. Like most people can't. Like you can't do that unless you're in your your early twenties. Is the reality? Yeah. Like it, it kind of has to be, especially when you got friends with nice houses. It's like I'd rather be in the house <laughs> right. than this nasty shit. Yeah, you kind of just like find out whoever has <laughs> the like nicest the, house, the best house. Whoever has the the best house to party in. Yeah. And like I'll I'll get the wine, I'll get the food, you get the molly, we all come together. How is that Done different deal. from what high school? How cigarette? is that different from high school? It's exactly well, no, well, high school. The parents are the ones partying, not the ones going out of town. That's the difference. <laughs> right, that's the major right. I think that's, that's the, major the major difference. difference. I, I get the, no, the one the one difference is at the end of the night, you don't sleep over. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you probably like okay. I'm gonna well, go home now. Well, sometimes you do. <laughs> sometimes okay. you I'll do. I'll hit the I'll hit the guest room on the on the bottom floor. I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, Chris will be like, take the ambient now, and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good advice. That's good advice. Um, uh, well, speaking of of partying and stuff, we have certain guests on. We'll ask this question. Uh, you can answer it if you want to, or you don't have to. Top three prescription pills of all time. I'm not a prescription pill person. I don't have it for you. You just named one. You just said Ambien. So that's <laughs> yeah, one. but I don't. I don't really like that. Is a special occasion that I didn't special have. Special occasion. That was the real. <laughs> no, the real. The real thing we do with musicians, though, is we talk about sinks and some that you've uh, like what you've made the most money doing and maybe some that you've regretted uh, after the fact because especially for someone like you, selling out existed for you and selling out does not exist anymore. So I feel like you probably made some decisions you wish you wouldn't have made <laughs> with a little bit of hindsight. But if there's or any some that you're glad that you did make, yeah. Is there a commercial? Is there a you know movie trailer? Something that really really got the you know put the nine eleven in the garage? The what? The nine eleven in the garage um, was like, or or that or that nine eleven your garage. It just took a second. Nine eleven doesn't go right to Porsche for me. So, okay. Um, I don't know. Ah, this is a hard one. This is not the easy softball that you. Okay, this is not the easy softball that you thought it would be because generally speaking, I approve every license and I check the show. Yeah. So I like I try to make good calls on that, and I think I've done a pretty good job. Okay. There was no horrible sellout moment where I'm like, why did I do that? The I know why I did all the things that I did. Um, <laughs> You're like, I, no, that's good. We've just had people tell us some funny stories of like, yeah, I did Airbnb Australia for half a million bucks. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> and the other people being like, I turned down KFC for a quarter of a million and now I could give a shit. I should have done no, it. No, dude. No, honest to God. Like, you know, there's been some that are worse than others, but nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> like I've turned away that's big good. money. I've, I just did it recently. Like, I won't take it if I don't Damn. think it's halfway decent. That's great. If, if I'm wrong, then it's like, oh, well, I did my homework. Okay. And, and I mean, that is great. I feel like I would be like, like, we do a lot of advertising on the podcast, obviously. And part of it is that we're kind of making fun of it. And that's okay. That's like what a brand likes. But when it's your music put into their creative, it's not, you can't really put a twist on it. It's not up to you. This is your, no, this no. is your 30 seconds. They're, they're going to put a twist on it and you're not going to like the twist. They're going to put a twist and maybe that's not the twist I you think, wanted. Yeah. That's not the twist you wanted. I think there's always that tension of people trying to sell you yeah. as a product. 
And then you're always going, but that's not me. And they're like, nobody cares. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> definitely. You know, like, that's definitely true. That's definitely You're not true. a product, but but yet you have a price tag. So Right. We all and then do. you're like, I'm I have to protect my special, special brand. They're like, Your special, special brand. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> so like, you know, there's how to do business and there's how to make art. And never the twain shall meet. Good, that's good. That's good advice too. So when, well put, Liz. When does this uh this tour starts? The the this is the thirtieth anniversary, correct? Thirtieth. Twentieth. Take it in. Take it in. Oh, twenty is it twenty is it the twentieth or thirtieth? It's the thirtieth. I'm just trying to flirt, sorry. I know. Yeah, that's. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay. actually the tenth. Don't I look amazing? It was just. It was, I just. I remember it so. Can you well. believe it's, it's so? Or, fun. It's already been ten years since the nineties. So random. <laughs> this is so. Y'all, sick. I feel old. Uh, Wait, how come the nineties is back? Because it's been long. It's been long enough. It's been. It's been long enough. Do you think it's because it was the first? beginning like is it is it the last time that there was an internet or is it the first time that there was good question i think last time i I think that you're i think you're overthinking it it's just a cyclical (laughs) thing i think it's just like the the, like every like in the 90s we were you know it was the 60s and then you know it just keeps going i think it's more than that i think it's more than than that. that i think the internet has changed that equation I don't know how. <clears throat> it's very possible, but also now the the early two thousands have become the coolest thing. But I feel like they've done that a couple times, right? Haven't they? Have, seen- yeah, they have. Well, do you? I mean, I guess since the nineties are back and they are in full flux right now, this is this is we're striking while the iron is hot. The getting while the getting is good. This is where <laughs> this is where you you authorize and approve everything, all the covers, all the sinks, all the clearances, all the Urban Outfitters vinyl represses. I fucking try, dude. I, I fucking try, dude. <laughs> Look, ever since ever since they made a songbook, this is this is when I started paying attention. I was really famous. I was 26. We've just discussed what happens when that happens, yes, right? Sure, sure. You're a complete asshole. Yeah. And that's true. <laughs> so I wasn't paying any attention to what was being done with my output, right? Like how people were selling my stuff. And a songbook for Whip Smart came back. And I was like, yeah, I approve a songbook. Sounds great. Go do it. It came back and the lyrics for Supernova, which are your lips are sweet and slippery like a cherub's bare wet ass. Right? Sure. Sweet little cherub. Yes. yes. (laughs) Well, in this songbook printed forevermore and to be sold, we didn't recall them. It said your lips are sweet and slippery like a sheriff's bear red ass a and sheriff bear red so ass. they just so they just kind of like listened and took a swing and like guessed on what the lyrics were when they like could have gotten that them? image still haunts me <laughs> like the idea of kissing a sheriff's bear red ass and forevermore i was like i will approve these things i will read the fucking email i will do all this you'll like, pay a little more attention maybe next time. i'll pay a little more attention before we before we wrap up do you have any uh evan dando stories oh. for us just i mean just firing a shot in the dark um yeah we hung out in the day <laughs> And by hung out, you mean as friends? No, there was no romantic. How could you resist? I have weird taste in men. I like it either works or it doesn't work. And it's instant. Go on. 
I thought he was kind of a crowd pleaser in that time period. He is a crowd pleaser. He's definitely a crowd pleaser. But I just, if, for me, it's either on or off, and it's very, very quick, and it's very permanent. Oh, okay. Well, so during that time frame, who would be somebody that that ticks your box if if Dando didn't? <laughs> in that time frame, uh-huh. God, I, you're looking. Okay, let's see. Come on. For of all the alternative hotties out there, <laughs> yeah, but you see what you're getting wrong is like I wasn't looking. That's not I, your yeah, thing. I wasn't looking at that. I I did what they did. Do you know what I mean? Like so that mm. wasn't oh, okay. Like I would be more excited about an actor, or I would be more excited about a writer or a athlete. Like I would not got it feel as that awe, that kind of like wow. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't get my knees knocking for someone that did what I did, really. <laughs> That's you. Probably. You're like, oh, you play guitar too? That's cool. Oh, we have the, our, yeah, exactly. ha- like, our hair's the okay, same whatever. length. Can I, can I borrow a yeah. rubber band? So please? you're more of a Matthew Perry I know, girl. I know all their bull. Yeah. I, uh, in fact, I was very interested to know how that book turned out because he seems like someone who could write. I would like, mm-hmm. you know. That's funny. Know what, that, that, yeah, but that like, may, I guess that makes sense. It's like you kind of know, you know too much. I know they're bullshit. I know they're bullshit. It's like, <laughs> like, you, we have the same bullshit. That's not exciting. Yeah, like, that's. I mean, your your tricks don't work on me because they're my tricks too. <laughs> right? Don't you have to be a little bit like it's like with Twilight where he couldn't read her mind? I thought that was a perfect metaphor because that's who intrigues you. You're like, I can't figure you out, mm-hmm. but you're attractive. That's like true. that to me is catnip. Mm. Mm. I mean, damn. I hope all the incels are listening right now. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of great dating tips here. Oh God, no, no, no. No, no, now I'm back. Now I'm seeing Star Trek when they go through the mind. No, Galaxy Quest when the mines are coming after them. Like Galaxy Quest are like going through the minefield and they're like, bing, 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 All you incels, make sure you get your tickets. Liz Fair on tour. You got to go check her out. The shows are going to sell out. Act fast. you know. Act fast. No, Liz, we really appreciate you joining us. Um and the ex- exiling yeah, so in Guyville. I will be directing my incels toward your podcast. Don't worry, don't worry. They're already here, sweetie. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, ex- exiling Guyville uh, 30th anniversary tour uh, starts soon with actually friend of the show Blonde Shell opening. Uh, we're we're big fans of hers too. Um and no, we really appreciate you and thank you for for the music for the year all you know for the many many years we've been enjoying it for a long time i really appreciate it thank you guys so much of course we'll talk to you soon okay have a great weekend